Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and good evening. My name is Joelle and I am the Vibrarian. I am here to elevate, enlighten, and empower with information that I hope that you find elevating and enlightening and certainly informative as you are on your journey. Every week, I am here on the Vibrary Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio, and I get to talk with people who have opened up to their psychic gifts and abilities. And I believe that we all are psychic. We just may not realize it. And so by hearing these stories each week, hopefully you have an opportunity to maybe see something that will trigger something, to have recognition in you, to help you kind of find your way a little easier along this journey that we're having here. Now, I am active on Facebook and in the social areas on Instagram and YouTube. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, my handle is at the vibrarian. That is V-I-B-E as in energy, R-A-R-I-A-N. And on my communities, what I like to do is to pass along high vibrational information. If you've got something that you see that made you smile, that made you feel better, that was a wise teaching, definitely tag me in it. Uh, you can tag Good Vibe Tribe, tag Gift Lifted, send it on to me. I definitely want to pass those messages as far as I can so that people will be able to, uh, you know, amplification is the strategy here. And I'm all about amplifying those things that are positive and uplifting. Now, every Tuesday on the Psychic Inside Show, these episodes are available for replay on my YouTube channel. You can check out The Vibrary. It's a collection <laughs> of all these stories that people are sharing and talking about. And you can find them on also iTunes and Twitter, um, iTunes and Stitcher if you're a podcast person. Um, so definitely you can look for those to put them on your device if you're a person who listens on your commute in the mornings or afternoons. Uh, this would be an option for you as well. Um, so on. Every week when I have been interviewing people, a lot of these are psychics that I have encountered personally either through getting readings from them at events around town or I've seen articles written by them. I've come into awareness through my own personal friendship network. And my guest this week is no different. Um, I actually encountered her some months ago at the Big Blue Barn at Gloria Parker's Big Psychic Fair, which is a long-running event here in Atlanta. It happens the first weekend of every month. And uh, I've met so many amazing people over the years. So I sat down across from this beaming and smiling face because our eyes met when I first entered the room. And I thought to myself, well, there must be a message from spirit that is going to come in for me. So let me go sit down and see what is going to come out. And the lady that I sat next to pulled out the most beautiful deck of cards that I had never seen before. And as I sat down and she explained how the reading was going to go, she said, and these are my cards that I created. So I was 
really double excited because I had never met a person who had actually uh, brought in um, or created a deck or divination tool like cards. So I was very fascinated from that point on. But the reading that I received was so much full of love, and there was an angelic connection there. And so, of course, I brought her business card home with a mental note that I needed to definitely reach back out. And so, luckily, I was able to do that, and since that time, my path has crossed many times with that of Dr. Tracy Johnson, who is a metaphysician, a wise teacher, facilitator, radiant, beautiful person. Dr. Tracy, welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to share And it's been such a wonderful experience in reference to you and I meeting and connecting and having an opportunity to be on your show. So thank you so much. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Now, one of the things of this show is that we talk about how um, each of us came to kind of realize that there was something maybe um, different about ourselves um, energy-wise that led us down a pathway of discovery into connecting with the spiritual realms. Do you consider yourself to be psychic, as the word is commonly used these days? Well, I adopted the word intuitive, and it's just because of my journey and the negative connotation that um, people in my community or my upbringing saw that being a psychic was something that was, you know, negative or against the the religion that I was a part of when I was growing up. Okay, so this is even in childhood. Then did you did you realize that you were having? Um, extra gifts or extra connections as a child? Well, when I was growing up, I was always different um, than everyone in my family. Um, I didn't realize that it was any type of psychic ability. I just knew that I was really sensitive. And when I was growing up, it wasn't uh, a good thing to be sensitive I didn't understand that I was, at that time, that I was actually experiencing other people's um, feelings and emotions and things of that nature. So I I used to always think that it was me, like I would feel sad at times or would cry Mm -hmm. or respond to different things that uh, individuals was going through, but I didn't know that until later on, even until I became an adult, that it wasn't all my stuff. Mm -hmm. Did that work? Was your family the kind of environment where you were then pushed aside as, oh, well, that you're just so sensitive, she just is so, or was it more like a soothing environment where you were, you know, supported um, and and kind of nourished when those emotions were flowing through you? No, it wasn't, I wouldn't call it, uh, a lack of nurturing environment, but it was more so my family would do things in an effort to 
you know, like protect me because I remember, mm-hmm. and I and it's so weird that you know when you have things that happen to you in your childhood as you're growing up, it's like certain things you don't forget. And I remember um, being at my grandmother's house, and she had upstairs um, area where we would go upstairs and play, like they you know call it the attic. And I remember coming down the stairs and hearing. Um, some family members saying, don't tell Tracy because she's too sensitive, right? So my mm. family would do, you know, um, not share certain things with me or even like with my um, my cousins that were my age, they didn't want me to do certain things with them because I was different and I was looked at as a goody two-shoes and if they were doing mm. something that they didn't um, want their parents to know about, they wouldn't include me in it because I had a relationship. One thing I could say, I had a relationship with my mom where I could tell her everything. So, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was just that it was in their effort to protect me. And then like the younger um, generation was just to keep me uh, at bay so that I wouldn't, you know, share things that they didn't want um Mm-hmm. the adults to know about so <laughs> now was it then yeah. would you say the the clairsentience or the empathy was your your way that you were experiencing things did did you also yes. have other clairs or or things as you were a child or was it just you were so extremely emotionally connected to the world around you well i remember my mom sharing um stories with me about how when she would come in the bedroom that i would you know kind of like be trembling and it was because i used to see um things Mm -hmm. like i had uh a gift of clairvoyance, which I believe that I shut down after a while um, because I wasn't um, in an environment where, you know, my family were was in tune to that type of thing to help me to understand what was going on. So I remember, like, seeing, like, a bird, a bird sitting at the edge of my bed or, you know, just seeing things and, like, feeling things. So, uh, again, I don't. I didn't have that environment where even our family that I could say that I knew that there were other individuals within my family that were in tune or knew about, um, you know, the things that I've learned on my journey in terms of metaphysics or psychics or intuitive, um, uh, being intuitive. I had aunts that were very religious, you know, they were pastors and ministers and things like that. That was the closest to spirituality that I experienced, um, not understanding where I, what was going on with me. Mm. Did you have or develop then into like your own kind of church going or faith walk in the religious context at some point of your life? Or was it just well? Well, when I, you know, my, uh, I would go to the church with my grandmother every Sunday. I had a very close relationship with my grandmother, and she would, um, I would spend the night over her house every weekend, like on a Saturday, so that I can go to church with her. So I kind of like feel like, um, and my grandmother has 
several grandchildren, but I was always the one that, you know, went to church and, again, was looked at as Miss Goody Two-Shoes. But at the same time, I feel like as I was growing up that I was sheltered and protected um, as a result of what I ultimately realized and found out that I, as we would call, being called or chosen Um, So I was just pretty much separated from everyone. Even like now, still to this day, I'm different from everything, everyone in my family. And they, they look at, look to me um, for spiritual guidance, but not so much um, in the, the area of, I just be, I'm just doing me or I just be me around them, even though they're not in that metaphysical vein, I just speak my truth. And, um, you know, because for a while I felt a lot of pressure or a heavy weight mm-hmm. on me because my family put me on a pedestal because they knew that I was different. And when I would pray, things would happen or, you know, I was doing, I was manifesting a great deal as I was growing up. And so they saw me in a totally different light and put me, you know, in a place where I felt like I, I was, it was just too much, you know, as a young adult. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having them to look at me in that light, you know. So this was all in like your late teens and early 20s then at at this point? Yes, yes, yes. And so So it wasn't until... hmm? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it wasn't until I, I moved to Atlanta that... Um, I I would say I had um, like more of encounters instead of just you know fumbling my way through whatever the different things that I experienced as far as being um, separated from everyone else. It's like I remember the first time that I, and I use now when I actually do my readings to activate individuals' hearts to open their hearts up to receive. Um, I was actually at home, um, and I was in a a state of, like, what, you know, as I grew up, you know, in the church or in the church we call it, like, praise and worship or in a state of thanksgiving. And I remember um, a knot forming in my throat. And when I uh, and my tongue began to uh, move by itself, like flutter, and I was just like, "Oh my God, what is really going on?" And I would open up mm-hmm. my mouth, and this utterance would come forth. And and I didn't, you know, I had just not too long ago uh, read the book um, by um, I'm trying to remember Benny Hinn, and it was Good Morning Holy Spirit. It was the book that okay. I read that book, and it was talking about how the the Holy Spirit um, overtook him, and you know he started, you know we, and when I was growing up, and not even in the church when I was a young girl or growing up in the twenties. It wasn't until I moved to Georgia that I learned about speaking in tongues. Right, that's what they okay. you know call it in in mm-hmm. our culture. You know, speaking in tongues. And so when I was reading the Good Morning Holy Spirit book and the relationship that um, Benny Hinn had built with with the Holy Spirit, um, that's when I had my first encounter, 
you know, I was I read I was reading mm-hmm. a book and as I was going through the book, I was doing everything that he he would, you know, he said that he did, like, you know, welcome in the Holy Spirit and say good morning, Holy Spirit. And it was the, mm-hmm. when I did that, it was like all of a sudden I felt the presence of the Spirit just all over my body. I felt tingling all over my body. Mm-hmm. And it was that was my, you know, again, like when I said when I moved to Georgia, at a, at a, I was um, like in 1995, and I mm-hmm. that was when I actually had an encounter, you know, versus mm-hmm. just experiencing different things, feeling other people and things like that. But that's when I actually had an encounter. Um, and it was, it was really amazing because I I had a, a very strong um, prayer life where I used to pray um, for individuals mm-hmm. and they would experience, like they would describe what they would experience in reference to them receiving like deliverance, like they would say they would feel something lifting off of their shoulder, or they'll feel something lift off their head when I would pray. And I would, when I open my mouth, it's like the spirit would just over uh, envelop me. And so that's mm-hmm. when I had, you know, encounters and experiences with with the power that was that I was able to tap into as a result of of my prayer. And so this, was this experience, uh, were you in a church body then experiencing this? And did you offer or utilize your gifts then within that that community for a time period? Well, I was um, always, you know, for the most part, I was in a church community. But every encounter and every experience for the I, it wasn't, I didn't have the experience or the encounters in the church per se, like my initial experience. It was like, I went to church and I, and and I would, you know, go back, I would be at home and have my, my own personal quiet time or my, I would call it like praying out or crying. So for the most part on my journey, it would be like intimate kind of, um, experience or unfolding, like just me and spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it, you know, so it it didn't, it was like, a, I would call it, I would always call it all of God and none of man, you know, is when I had mm-hmm. my really transforming life changing experiences when I was alone and praying, you know, from the depths of my soul or within my heart, that's when I would have the encounters. But like I would use my gift of praying, you know, for individuals and they would receive as they would call it deliverance and things like that. And um, when I first learned about my gift of, you know, laying on hands, that's another terminology that we use in the church and our culture is like T.D. Jakes, you know, ministry, a lot of people mm-hmm. um, who are connected with the Christian um, you know, the religion and things like that. They know about T.D. Jakes. He's like a worldwide, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, preacher and a pastor. And he would do the one-hour loose conferences. And I would mm-hmm. volunteer to be an altar worker, right, to pray for individuals. Because a lot of times when he had those conferences, women are there and they're hurting and they're being healed and delivered, as we would call it. And at that time, you know, when I would, go to try to assist someone that was, you know, going through whatever they were going through as far as crying as a result of message, I um, I would hear the spirit tell me 
what to do or like lay hands on the person or speak, um, say what I, you know, whatever it was that I heard to speak life into them or, or encourage them. And so when the first time I heard, you know, lay hands on the person, the individual's forehead who I was, you know, trying to assist, she, she like, kind of like, as we would call it, slain in the spirit. She just fell out. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That kind of, like, took me aback because I didn't know I had that gift. I didn't know I had that power at that time. And so from that point on, you know, when my hand would tremble, then I knew that there was someone around that needed a healing. So when I, you know, my um, gift as far as laying on hands, is to lay hands on someone to heal them. Another encounter that I had, and, you know, again, it wasn't like anyone taught me or showed me or, you know, revealed to me that this is what you have. I actually experienced it firsthand and wasn't anything that I was praying for or seeking to to have or experience. It just was just part of my my journey and unfoldment of what I've been called and chosen to do. That was one of the things as uh as we've talked about your past is uh it seems that you have had very much a solo kind of self exploring self taught directly uh communicated between you and spirit kind of experience um when you were like beginning to learn then over the years like about the tremble in your hand and the or the the different gifts that you were with the light language coming forth has it really kind of been a forward path from those points or was there ever then a stop or a a, a shift in between now and then, or were you oh, able to no, continuously there was, there kind was of no turning back. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No, there was there was no stopping, no turning back. I could not deny my gifts, and 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 what actually happened is this that you know is one of the things like for me because I went to church with my my grandmother every Sunday, you know, as we would call it. I have a lot of word in my heart, so there's like a lot of scriptures. Um, that would come up. So, like, one of the things that you, you asked that question, it's like every round goes higher and higher. So mm-hmm. everything builds, uh, would, had built upon each other, built upon each other as far as, you know, from me actually, I believe, like, my land, my gift of laying on hands came first. And I, and I did have, um, like, when I would, I used to work at a company where, I don't know how the word got out that Tracy can pray for you, but I used to go into, uh, um, we used to, people would like call me at my desk, like on my phone or something and say, you know, Tracy, I need prayer. And I would tell them to meet me in the, the, uh, file cabinet, um, the file (laughs) closet. And I would put my back up against the closet. I mean the closet door and would pray for people. And it was like one, one particular day uh, when I was praying for this individual, my hand began to shake, right? And so mm-hmm. after I got done praying, and this was my first experience of my hand shaking. So after I got done praying, it was like it lasted for like 
all the way through lunch because the person who I actually prayed for, we went to lunch together, and I was telling her how my hand is shaking and it won't stop. You know, it wasn't like so visible that it's like shaking really, you know, um, hard that people would notice, but I would feel the trembling in my hand. Mm-hmm. And um, that same day I went home and one of my friends who, you know, um, that I believe she was placed in my life to help me at times when I was confused about what was going on with me spiritually, she, she, I was talking to her and, you know, again, I'm, I'm really sensitive. So she had got upset uh, with me because it was like, I was not embracing the power that had, that I received as a gift. And so she had got upset with me and she hung up the phone and this is just, I haven't thought about this in a while. And she called me back and she said, Oh, and I didn't tell her about what happened to me that day with my hand shaking. She called me back and said, oh, by the way, God told me to tell you when your hand is shaking, that means that's his power flowing through you. And then she hung the phone mm. back up. Wow. So I didn't tell her about my experience <laughs> that day. So that's, that's right. the kind of, like, I began to have, you know, she was like the only one or the main person in my life that would, he was able to help me to understand what was going on with me and I didn't even have to tell her what was going on. You know, like, again, mm-hmm. I didn't tell her that my hand was shaking for half a day. She just was right. all of a sudden just, you know, called me and told me that. And I was like, oh, my God, is that what was going on? And that's when I, you know, learned about the sh- um, laying on hands or my gift of healing. And then, the uh, you know, the tongues came afterward or my light language. And I didn't realize it was a light language until probably maybe three years ago, but I had been, you know, had that language for years, like years. Like I didn't even realize that when it first came, um, when I first experienced it, I, you know, I was open my mouth and the the sound would come out and then I try to close my mouth and then the knot would Mm. come back up in my, my throat. And so I sat down in the living room on that day that it first happened to me and probably for about an hour, I had to just allow it to come up and out because every time I would close my mouth, I would get a knot in my neck. And so, mm. like, maybe a few weeks later, I said, oh, I wonder if I could do that again. Because I was just thinking it was just, you know, one instance. And so I opened up my mouth and it just came out again. So I was like, oh, my God, I can do this at will. But didn't understand the power and didn't understand the purpose of it until I began to connect with the angels. So that's when it came So the, uh, the understanding. Well, so for our listeners, uh, you know, uh, you're mentioning things like speaking in tongues and light language. And I am, came from kind of a similar tradition that was kind of understanding church language. And one day I was watching a YouTuber, and they were doing a card reading and bringing in guidance through that uh, divination tool. And all of a sudden she started speaking in tongues, but I was not expecting that particular experience from an Australian chick, you know what I'm saying, reading on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I think her channel name was like Hip Coconut Koala or something like that. And so she was doing it, and I I stopped the video, and I was like, well, hold on a second, because from what I had also learned in church was that if there's an utterance of tongues, then there will be Mm -hmm. someone, you know, in church things are very much controlled, like if this, Mm -hmm. then that, then it's okay kind of thing. So I Mm -hmm. paused because, A, I was like, you know what, I don't know what's being said. I was not expecting this, and I'm not one who ingests 
things with my eyes or ears if I can help it without knowing what those things are going to be as a way of protecting mm-hmm. my energy field, right? So mm-hmm. as I started then delving into the whole light language thing, I started finding there were lots of people out delivering light language transmissions with with which from what I understand then are as the energy reaches your hearing and the vibration of that which is being given that the body and the spiritual self are understanding without mm-hmm. it being translated by verbal, like in a church setting mm-hmm. where they say someone is there to interpret, <clears throat> that the interpretation is happening inherently in your cellular structure right. in response to what it is hearing. Is that kind of what right. your, your operation is? Yeah, so like just like you, um I um was in the church and they said it has to be interpreted and then um like like probably uh a year or so ago or two years a year and a half ago I ran across this book called Soul uh, So Wisdom. So wisdom. And I began to read the book because, you know, again I ran across the the light language, because that's when I was like, because when I, as I began to um, flow into metaphysical vein from Christianity, I was, I was not, you know, all in because I had to, if something that I received on the metaphysics side, it had to line up with a scripture because, you know, it was like a fear, like, okay, I'm, I'm tapping into the unknown. And, you know, my friends start falling away and saying, you know, like looking at me, like you're going to hell because you you're talking to angels and things like that. But when I mm. um when I I read the book and it was talking about, you know, interpreting or whatever, and it's like and if you don't you you kinda like are doing a disservice to the individual and I don't remember exactly the words, but then I started crying and I was like, Oh my God, I'm using my light language and I don't know if, if, if I'm, you know, harming someone, but then it was like my, my soul and my heart gave me peace because um, when I use my light language, I am speaking directly to the heart and um and the heart responds. Right. And so um, I found peace because what happens is, is when I use my light language, and I always tell my, my clients at this point, because I'm not exactly sure where they are in reference to receiving what um, comes forth, but I always let them know that I do that intentionally so that your, your, you know, you, your, your thoughts cannot resist any, any good, right? Because, you know, with my um, readings, I always share with the individual because I always, the only thing that I I deal with or or focus on for like I mean for a better term focus on is the heart and the heart chakra and clearing the heart. So I connect with my clients and I speak in the light language because I choose to get them to a place where they are focusing on their heart and they're tapping into that 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 aspect of them themselves, you know, so that you know, because most often, and I always tell the individuals that sit in, you know, in front of me when I do a reading or I'm doing any coaching, um, that if they're if they were attracted to me, it's because their heart arrested them and put them there or brought them into my <laughs> life or me into theirs, 
because they've been so stuck in their head. So that is a tool that as I continued on my journey that was revealed to me that that's the reason why I was given um, the light language and it's to speak directly to the individual's heart because that's, that's you know, that's a, a portal, that's the area in which you, you know, that I'm able to tap in and scan and and so that's that is my that was my experience and so when i say when i'm doing my my um readings i always let them know that the you will receive the interpretation but we're not going to put like actual words to um what's coming you're trying to figure out what i'm saying because it will it will be it'll unfold and then i always tell them that the interpretation comes through the reading through the angel cards so um, that's, that's you know, and again, to bypass their head and to activate their hearts. Because when they when I'm doing a reading and if they're, you know, paying attention, because I always take them into a, a meditation, a open heart meditation. And when they focus on their heart and imagine breathing in and out of their heart and I speak in the language, then they, they, they have an experience. They can feel that their heart is responding to the language that I'm speaking. I can relate to that because the angel card reading I received for you, now it's a very busy room. We're talking about a place where there's probably 15 to 20 other readers all actively giving readings, and you're sitting across from a table like maybe three feet apart, four feet apart from you know each other. And when you began the session, it was like time kind of slipped into a different space to where it was much more relaxed. And I I definitely felt like just a peacefulness when you began the light language. But the other day when I happened to call your radio show, you did a scan. And I'll tell you, as you were doing that, I felt it. <laughs> I felt in my heart mm-hmm. space the scan happening. I think because I was in a clear energy, I was by myself, and I tend to be rather open in the high heart area for my own connection to spirit. So it was very close to that, but it was like a little ping, but it was, you know, it was a vibration that kind of went through, and I was like, oh, she's skinny, <laughs> you know, so that mm-hmm. was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought that and was I'm so grateful for that definitely gift. have a gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, because like, um, you know, as we, when you asked about, um, had it, was there a pause or anything? It's like every round goes higher and higher. And even it was revealed to me because at first I didn't realize that I had the, the gift to be able to do that. But after, you know, doing readings and, you know, have doing my coaching sessions, I could feel my client's heart. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I can really feel them. And so if we, you know, um, rewind back to, you know, the things that I experienced as growing up in reference to me being insensitive, I was feeling other individuals' heart. And I also, you know, it was revealed to me that I am a translator. I translate what the heart is, you know, desiring to, to reveal or to share um, that they want the individual to know. That's why I say your heart arrested you and sat you in my chair or brought you into my life or me into yours to do your your um to coach 
or guide you is because I have the ability to translate what your heart's been trying to um, reveal to you or share with you or guide you through, but you, you know, you're stuck in your head. And so it's just really exciting that I've learned that I'm a translator, just like, you know, someone's translating a, a foreign language. I'm able to do that um, and, and be able to hear and connect with the individual's heart, um, not, you know, through a different, you know, means by tapping into the, the spiritual aspect of who they are within their heart space, their sacred heart. So it's just well, I mean, that really, really awesome. everything that I see you doing is really much aligned with this mission on so many levels. You do, uh, of course, readings, uh, which are more brief interactions. You do coaching and counseling with people over a long period, longer period of time to develop things. You also facilitate workshops, and um, then you also have uh, radio programming. And, I mean, you've got so many little things, but they're all so much about, as on one of your websites, is open heart world. You know, it really just, uh, you've embraced that ability and your gift on every level, it seems like, with what you're doing. Um, with your, you have a, a, a workshop that you've done uh, that's available now, I believe, that has to do with opening the heart chakra. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I have a teaching that's on a platform uh, that takes, it's called, um, it's the heart chakra series. It's the first uh, teaching. It, it will. It's like a prerequisite to the, the subsequent um, teaching, and it's called, it's entitled From Creation to Manifestation, and it's, you know, an online workshop that um, individuals are able to to take, and it focuses on um, the a journey into the heart, just as like my radio show is called A Journey into the Heart, but it focuses on assisting individuals in identifying, one, um, anything that would hinder or block them from fully manifesting, but I also share... Um, a lot of information surrounding um, the heart and how we, how the heart is actually the creator of our experience. Because on my journey, even in my metaphysical um, journey, uh, it was always, you know, pay attention to your thoughts, your thoughts create your reality. But in actuality, your heart is what directs your thoughts and your mind. And uh, I learned so much and during my course studies in regards to how your heart creates a ma- a magnet, a magnetic field mm-hmm. that attracts things, you know, to you. And so, you know, teaching the individuals about how your your feelings is is is, is what uh, is mm-hmm. actually the magnet, and what your feelings are comprised of, meaning emotions and your and your thoughts is what creates your feelings. And it's like a prayer to the universe that attracts things to mm-hmm. you. So. Um, I talk about that and, you know, how to experience instant manifestation on the workshop. And so, like, my passion and my drive is as a result of me praying a prayer um, some years ago when I asked Spirit, you know, to show me love. What does it look like? Mm -hmm. How does it, you know, what does it feel like? Um, how is it to be demonstrated and, 
and things of that nature. And I, and I prayed the prayer and I made a promise that if you show me love, I promise you I will share it with the world. And so mm-hmm. everything that I do is, is, is centered um, around me keeping my promise. So when I do the radio show mm-hmm. or when I'm doing readings um, to assist individuals tapping into their heart and teaching them how to experience, you know, love, I, I, I define the heart as being the creative power center of love because it's love, you know, from what was revealed to me is the creative power it's the power that creates everything. And so that's why I say your heart is the creative power center of love because um, in and through your heart, everything that we experience, we experience it in and through our hearts. And so mm. that, that's what, that's my passion that that's the, you know, in, you know, in the church, they say I have a charge to keep in a, in a, mm-hmm. a, a God to glorify. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, you know, that's my charge um, to share you know, love all over the world and teach people how to tap into that that place and to clear anything that would hinder them from having that experience. Well, one of the things that you are sharing with people through your Instagram, which is at one heart world, but there's no O in it. So it's one heart, W-R-L-D. Open heart. Instagram is Open yes. heart world. Open heart, open heart world. W R L D. Yes. Yes. Open at Open Heart World, and you can follow our Instagram. One of the things that I've noticed you on there is that you are kind of sharing information about a teaching that you're bringing out called the twelve twelve layers layers of love. Of love. The 12 yeah, layers of 12 love. Layers I've seen of love. some posts go across your feed about that. It's definitely intriguing. Is this going to be like a another workshop that you are getting ready to teach or or a book that you're writing? Or <laughs> what's, yes. what's with the 12, 12 layers? <laughs> well, the 12 layers of love points to the manifestation and the experience of love within your heart. So, for example, forgiveness is a manifestation of love. Peace is a manifestation of love. Joy is a manifestation of love. So all of these different layers that was, you know, given to me in terms of um, the, it's what you experience within your heart. And like when I entitled uh, my show A Journey into the Heart, it's about experiencing, first of all, who you are, um, tapping into your higher self from the inside out. And, you know, the different layers points to, you know, where you are in relationship to being in alignment with love, right? So many people um, don't, like when I've, you know, have had a show and, 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 and had individuals to provoke them to think about, you know, what does loving self look like? And um, so many people had a hard time really answering that question. And, and one of the ways in which an individual can um, gauge or determine whether or not they are loving themselves or having an experience of um, love is based on the different layers. If you are not experiencing these different layers, then that means you have some blockages. So it just was something that was given to me to assist individuals on their journey, and I'll call it, you know, an encounter with love. 
So these are the different mm. ways in which you encounter love from within your heart. Mm. Well, I definitely am going to continue watching your Insta feed, and I've been tuning in to the last couple weeks of your radio show, um, the, it's Allowing Love, which I stream through kbcnmedia.com. Is that, I think, the basic URL? Yes. We'll, we'll make sure all these links are out here. But you have a show every Thursday evening. Um, and yes. so the last two weeks you were going over forgiveness, which it was like a really engaging conversation with you and your uh, your partner in knowledge. I won't say partner in crime, but <laughs> your co- <laughs> co-host and uh, sidekick on this show, both of you were really bringing out some very interesting points about forgiveness and how the challenges that we encounter around that hardening of the heart, if you want to talk biblically, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm, but, um, mm-hmm. I think that it's a great uh, conversation. I know that you'll be spending several more weeks talking about these layers of love. So if anyone is interested in catching that, please do turn in, tune into that. Do you have the phone number for the listen line handy, Tracy? Well, what what in everything that we're um, – having a conversation about you can access it on my website because that'll be easier because there's okay. actual at the at the um the lower part of the the home page there's a, a a link to um when you click on it, it has a logo for the radio show it's a, a journey into the heart radio show when you click on it it will give you the the three ways to tune in one if you just want to look okay. to it um, and then there's one where you can go. It'll it's in all of it links back to the the radio station website where it's a live feed. You can watch and listen. You can call in and or you can you know. So there's three ways that you can actually tune in. So you, you don't have to remember all of the different um, <laughs> you know sites. You just um, drtracyj.com. And the workshops, you know, the information about uh, my coaching, as well as, you know, having information to, um, if you would like for me to come and speak to your group or organization or women's group or things of that nature. So everything is on the website. And I spell my name T R A C E Y. So it's Dr. Tracy com, And everything is on the website. Yes, and I absolutely recommend that people tune in to that conversation if you're a person who likes good, com- good, uh, uplifting, and informative, positive conversations. It definitely is a place that you want to stop by. Now, one of the intriguing things that you have brought forth from your connection to the divine is a system of connecting with the angelic realm. I know that you have talked about your heart-centered focus and mission. At what point did you begin to encounter the angelic realm, and what led you to the creation of your oracle card system? Well, so the angel cards actually came before my 
open heart world and um, the things mm. that I teach surrounding the heart chakra. So okay. what happened, you know, I was, um, I was, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 10 years old. So that's the first thing. So I ended up being invited to speak um, as a, a entrepreneur. I had a, a book that I had just, a journal book that I had just written, written um, called, uh, 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 faith in business, a journey into the secret, into the uh, entrepreneurship. Because I've written two journal books, I'm mixing the t- titles up. But um, um, faith in business, a journey into entrepreneurship. And so I was invited to speak, and I end up at a holistic center. That's where the actual event was held, and I end up meeting the owner of the center, and you know we really connected, and she. Um, it was like a couple of days after the event, I was in her in the area of the center, and I just said, let me stop by and have a conversation with her um, because her facility was so beautiful, right? And so um, we ended up actually being a, um, partners because I told her about a vision that I had. It's so many things that has been given to me. Um, it's, it was called the Gathering of the Queens, and I needed a, somewhere to actually have the event and it was it, you know I created a a sacred room that you know pretty much had the the angels around and things like that but I still wasn't connected to the angels to the point where I would connect with them and communicate and receive a guidance at least I wasn't aware that I was receiving guidance let me say that mm-hmm. I'm sure that everything mm-hmm. that I had done right. up to that point was <laughs> angelically guided um so right. I, I found myself you know, at her center um, a lot, you know, us working on projects and things of that nature. So she had practitioners, right, that worked at the center. And it was this lady. She was very kind. I would see her every time I would go. She would speak to me. And one day she just gave me this book. And she said, you need to read this. Now, I didn't know her well enough for her to know what type of book um, Mm -hmm. I would be attracted to. It was just she just off the blue said, you need to read this book. And the book was called Healing with the Angels, and it was by Dorian Virtue. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, I said, okay, you know, I said, thank you. And so I went home that weekend, and I began to read the book, and I could not put the book down. And it was something that was happening inside of my heart, and, you know, I was just like, oh, my God, this is just, you know, awesome. And I didn't realize that it was going to take me to where I am today, but one of the things that really resonated with me or just took me aback was that angels are available to assist us, but they cannot intervene on our behalf, not unless we give them permission. Or if we're going to transition before our time, then they can, you know, like you heard stories about someone's car flipped over three times and, you know, caught on fire mm-hmm. and they found themselves on the other side of the street. It was like they're guiding mm-hmm. angels that rescued them. So when I heard that, and again, I have been an entrepreneur since I was 10 years old. Like my aunt would, you know, teach us how to make little crafty things. Like we used to, you know, make little cute little rings out of colorful wire that we found in in the alley from the telephone pole wires or whatever. And we would cut slits in it and go around and sell them for 10 cents and make money for candy. So I learned about, you know, making my own money and being an entrepreneur since I was little. So I had had my business, you know, off and on a business from, you know, 10 years old, high school, 
after I graduated, just just doing my thing. So I said, when I found that out, I said, you know what? I'm gonna put my angels to work. And when I said put my angels to work, mm-hmm. I mean literally. So I'm just like, okay, I can't afford to invest in employees or anything. So you know how like when we we're practitioners or start a business, we're the you know one man show kind of have to do every mm-hmm. single thing. So I was just like, well, if the angels are available to assist us, then I need some help, and I'm going to have to put them to work so I can take my business to the next level. So before I could do that, I said, okay, I need to do some research and find out what angel does what, you know, so I'll know which one Mm -hmm. to call on to help me with with whatever it is I needed. It took me a little while to do that, but um, ultimately – I ran across or I did research and the angels that would like, it was like they would just jump out at me. So it was like 16 different archangels that, you know, came forth. And when I said came forth, it was like, you know, kind of like illuminated off of the page or off the website. It was like, okay, this one, I would know this one. I need to use this one. So it ultimately mm-hmm. ended up being 16 angels. And so I um, learned about those, you know, did research and studied about the angels, and I began to um, deploy them. I would, you know, talk to them and say, okay, um, this is what I need help with. And, and I actually – you know, began to have, like, some amazing success. And so the first um, business that I applied it to was I was, like, an independent insurance agent, and I was new, and I didn't really have anyone to teach me how to communicate with the clients about, you know, um, what to do and things of that nature, and I had to go out alone. So I would have, you know, my Archangel Michael to to assist me in going forth as far as protecting me. Um, we have, you know, Archangel um, Raphael, you know, to go forth just to just prepare the, you know, pave the way, prepare the hearts of the individuals that I was going to speak to. I would um, call on Archangel Gabriel to help me because it was like Gabriel assisted with communication and marketing and things like that. And I was like, okay, help me to get my business out there. And so I actually won all expense paid trip in nine months that it took other agents two to three years to win. Mm -hmm. And it was because I was able, like, I would go out and I could write, you know, five policies in one day. And they was just taken aback. It's like, that was unheard of. But it was just because of my heart, one, and then me, you know, being, allowing the guidance of the angels to, to teach me how to present what I need to present. And, and because, you know, one of the things I learned is that, People don't care what you know, not unless they know that you care. So that was, you know, in my heart, mm. the angels being there and the presence, you know, or the energy they could feel, the love that would emanate from me and that I really did care. I cared about, you know, helping them to make a quality decision in whatever they were, you know, doing. So that was the first, you know, encounter with me actually um, using the angels to assist me with my business. So after I had so much success, I was like, oh, my God, I got to create something to help others, mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. them with their business because, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I, I, I understood the journey. So I created a whole system. I actually even created, like, I I looked at them as flashcards, you know. On the back, I, you know, put all the information that I learned about the angel in terms of, the angel's name, the angel's aura color, the the um, crystals and the 
incense or oils that um, resonates with that angel that would draw the angel closer to them when they're, you know, meditating. Um, and I put on the back of the cards the assignments, you know, like the different things that areas that the angels help assist, you know, could assist you with. And I even put a, a example, like <laughs> if you are having challenges with, um, with um, uh, marketing in your, your business, call on Archangel Gabriel to assist you. So I would give, you know, on the back of the card, give a little message of, you know, how you can, you know, deploy the angel. And then on the other side, you know, the angel um, wings with their aura color and things like that. So I, it was like an angel uh, business card deck. That's what I would call it. And so when I did the uh, workshop, I assisted the individuals in how to connect with the angels as far as um, during meditation. I re- even created something that's called occupational guide where, it, you know, I, I found information about what angel helped which, um, which industry you know, like, for example, Archangel Michael assists with um, the military or those who who are, you know, in different leadership positions and things like that. Archangel Jophiel assists with individuals that's in the beauty industry or the arts and things of that nature. So it's like I created that so that those who, you know, participated in the workshop, that they would have some tools that they would be able to um, easily identify which angel would be able to assist them with their business, and not only that, guide them through meditations and helping them to understand how they can actually connect with the angels. Um, I actually went as far as creating a business organizational chart where you, you know, where I would assign the angels different positions and would have that, you know, would hang it up in my office. And I, you know, in the workshop, I would have a, a template with a blank, um, you know, little little area where you can write down your angels that came forth during your during during the workshop. So it was very powerful and very exciting and empowering um, as far as the the business owners knowing that you know that not only are they not alone on a personal journey, but they can also you know, connect with the angels to assist them on their journey in terms of their business. Well, one of the things that you mentioned, as is the case with so many people, is you teach others by what you actually have done or experienced yourself. So, you know, you were using these these connections for your own personal business, you know, and so many times people discover healing because, excuse me, they're working to heal something in themselves, and because of what they discover, then they're able Mm -hmm. to then share that lesson in the form of guidance or teaching or instruction or passing the gift on directly person to person. So I think that it really is speaks well when you can say, you know, I am my own success story as to what working with my gifts and my special gift to be able to, you know, my unique gift. I won't say special because all of us have something that is very unique to us that is a spiritual uh, part of our divine nature that we're meant to express. But for you, the, the special way that you connect to the heart and the tools then that you have created to facilitate that same open heart connection to others 
and as well as your business uh, workshop. I'm very excited to share that the Vibrary, which is a virtual resource of, of high vibrational information that I'm bringing together for the collective, uh, that you have actually agreed to offer your course, Employing the Angelic Realm, through the Vibrary. And with that class is going to be available in April. We've got two dates secured now for you to come and facilitate this. I plan to be attending <laughs> in my yeah. own business capacity uh, to learn some things for for going forward because, of course, as a spiritual business, a person who's in mission to serve by the things that I'm doing, it's very, very aligned for me to use the most divine support possible to further that goal. So I'm very excited about that. You all can join, um, check out The Vibrarian on Facebook and also Dr. Tracy J and TheVibrarian.com because we are going to have the information about the full workshop, which is pretty much a half-day, uh, three-hour virtual experience that is going to basically walk us from start to finish of that connecting with the angels, understanding the angels and what their functions are. And by the end of it, we will be able to walk out with our own personal action plan that has been divinely co-created with our angel team. I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited because Part of that experience will be that uh, the participants get to receive a set of your cards relating, yes. your angel cards, related very specifically to business. But your cards themselves is a broader system of connecting with the angels, mm -hmm. and it's the A-I-R, the air cards, correct? Yes, yes, and, you know, uh, when I created the the first set of cards, the business cards uh, card deck, I knew that I wasn't done, and so I it it was like a few years after or several years after I um, created the um, employing the angelic realm system that the second deck of deck of cards came forth, and they they're called air, um, and it's because. It focuses on the deck of cards focuses on the three areas that are impact us the most in on our third dimensional journey, right? So the A stands for abundance, the I stands for inner journey, and the R stands for relationships. So when we look at abundance, we're um, I, I created the cards and it focuses on abundance across the board, not just financial abundance, but abundance of peace and joy and love and you know uh, your experience. Um, the inner journey, it's all about you. It's about you know again um, uh, the the heart. You know your journey, the truthful journey into the heart. Uh, taking that uh, the the cards um, have information that that I actually channeled um, that you know on the cards and again I do also share the similar information in reference to how to how the name of the angel and how to connect and resonate. Um, according you know connect strongly um, strong with the angel um, energy 
Um, and then it, it focuses on those different areas. And, like, in terms of relationships, it's relationships across the board. There is even uh, a, a card within the relationship deck that points to connecting with the loved ones that have transitioned, that's on a higher plane to receive loving messages um, from, you know, your guides or your ancestors or, or individuals that um, desire to connect, you know, like teaching about also connecting with the angels. So sometimes the angel will come forth and, you know, a car will come forth and it talks about the angels want to connect stronger with you so that you can work with them. So um, the air cards, again, focuses on the areas in which uh, that impact us the most that we, you know, um, on this third dimensional um, level, the abundance, your inner journey relationship with you and you, and um, rela- the relationship deck is focusing on um, relationship with family, significant other, um, individuals on the on the other side, your guidance, um, and and for the angels as well. So it's just, well, I experience. Well, I, I love it. I experienced a reading, like I said, as soon as I sat down, I was like, ooh, shiny. You know, I tend to look at decks, and I'm always curious what's out there. So when you pulled them out, I was like, ooh, shiny, shiny. You know, I wanted to look at them, and you're like, well, you can't get these just anywhere. You know, this is a system of doing it. And it also is a reading style that really is not necessarily conducive to a hurried kind of environment. So one of the things that we do here on the Psychic Inside Show is that there are times when we offer on-air readings for the callers. However, because of the way your angel cards work and your way of guiding people, we are going to do something different this week. So on Thursday evening, that would be... I'm not sure what the date even is right now. What is today? The 12th? Okay, so on the 14th. On the 14th at 8 o'clock, excuse me, 9 o'clock here on the same channel, same number, we are going to have one lucky listener who will get to receive an on-air reading with you, Tracy. Thank you much for offering to, you know, provide this insight into your deck on Thursday. Now, we are going to have a conversation about the deck more in depth in terms of those of you who are also card collectors who want to tune in for that part. But tomorrow um, on the Vibrian Facebook page, there will be an announcement about the opportunity to get the reading from Tracy on Thursday. I will select from all the names for people who comment in the post uh, feed or in the comment section. We'll be drawing a name from the person who will receive the reading on Thursday during the day so that you can begin to get connected with Tracy for that particular demonstration. So I'm super excited. I wish it could be me, but I already had a reading (laughs) from you (laughs) with the card. So I don't want to be greedy, and I'm sure there's someone else who the angels are directing into your path so that they can receive the message the spirit wants to get to them through you. I'm so excited about that on Thursday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, How how long have you been using these cards now? Well, this this deck has been out for about three years now. It's going on, it'll be three years 
um, actually next month that I've been doing readings with this this particular day. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that is awesome. We've got some comments in the chat room. As people say, I'm looking forward to the workshop. That's great. We've got people listening this evening. Thank you to all of you who've been streaming and listening on the phone lines. Um, I always love having these conversations. It's even better when I have people <laughs> to share it with. So on Thursday evening, we'll be back for the Vibrarian Show with um, my guest, Dr. Tracy, who will be demoing her air angel cards and doing an on-air reading with one of our members of the Good Vibe Tribe. Dr. Tracy, I know Thursday we can catch you on the radio on your show on Thursday evening. Is that, That's at 7 o'clock from 7 to 8. You can find yes. that information through uh, uh, her website, Dr. Tracy with an E J dot com, and then I'm oh, sorry, excuse me, the pollen is already getting started, and my allergies have been acting up. To excuse me this evening. Um, you also are there. Uh, I believe you're going to be reading next month. Will be the next time you're at an open public fair. Are you reading anywhere? Um, first, second weekend of April? Yes, the first weekend in April, I will be at the Unity North Holistic Fair. I've been doing that fair for the last um, three years, and actually that's where my Air Angel cards debuted. So uh, I will be, you know, the Unity North um, Church, and it will be the first weekend of April. I believe that's the 5th and the 6th of April, and so you can actually come and and uh, uh, experience a reading in person, and I would love to meet you and see you there, and if you mention the show, I will give you a, a discount on your reading, 10% discount. Oh. Just say, I heard you on the on the vibrarian or this year that's your uh what's the name of the the radio oh, show the psychic inside. <laughs> the psychic yes, the psychic. Inside. They can say so anything. <laughs> yeah i'm so used to um so say the vibrarian because that's where what i'm used to um and i see um miss joel as is the awesome vibrarian is that's just such a wonderful name so if you mention that i will i promise you i will give you a 10 percent discount on your reading. Yay, thank you. Yay. I'll definitely uh have that on my calendar as well. I've heard about their uh expos but I have not been myself yet. So and then yes. uh, your class through the vibrate, employing the angelic realm will be available on two different dates. You don't sign up for both, just one. It's either Wednesday the tenth or Wednesday the 17th. One is a morning session from 9 to noon, and the other is an afternoon from 1 to 4. So whichever fits your schedule. (laughs) So these are virtual webinars, and Dr. Tracy will be there, and I'll be on hand as the co-host to facilitate the web room, and we will all learn and work together. Now, 
class size is limited to only 20 people per session because it is a working group. Uh, so uh, definitely sign up and go ahead and reserve your spot. The information will be available on the Vibrarian Facebook page later this evening. You can register and also tomorrow and you'll be able to see also a Facebook event if you want to at least kind of make a mental note but you're not quite sure yet if you'll be able to attend. Go ahead and add the event to your Facebook feed when you see it come across. <laughs> so I've been really enjoying our conversation this evening, Dr. Tracy. Is there any message that you would want to pass on to a person who is just standing in a place of considering their gifts maybe in a different light? Well, yes. What You know, um, what I encourage every individual, whether or not they have already experience and operating from their gift or someone that is having encounters and not exactly sure what is going on or how to actually tap into and utilize the gifts that's been given is to just um, follow your heart and trust your heart and to stay um, true um, to who you are and what it what resonates with you because that's most important. Um, so often, and I was one who would hide my light under a bushel because I was so mm -hmm. concerned about what someone else would think or what they would say about me being different or some call it weird or woo-woo. Um, but it wasn't until... Mm -hmm. I began to trust myself and to tap into my heart and follow the guidance of my heart and allow myself to be um, guided by what brought me joy, what brought me peace, and um, what I what I experienced in terms of fulfillment as a result of me stepping out into my gift and 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 blessing others. But one thing that I will will say that. In order for you to fully um, manifest and walk in what has been given to you, you have to experience it for yourself. Just like um, Joelle may mention that I experienced the the employing the angelic realm first and saw you know it through and allowed it to totally to fully unfold in my life experience before I um, went out to assist others because that was one of the issues that I had. I had a heart to help everyone, but I would bypass myself. So mm -hmm. experience the, 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 the journey um, from within and then take it out uh, because it's not until mm -hmm. you do that, until you fully embody your message that you will have the power to, to and the strength to, to actually uh, change and impact others' lives. So that's what I would yes. say, you know, for those who are are in that that new place of experiencing the the awesomeness that they are, you know, in terms of their gifts and their 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 journey that they now find themselves on um, when it concerns that. Well, my little heart is giving your big old heart a big. <laughs> hug right now. Thank you. <laughs> and I so just appreciate much. you and I could feel the love and what you were saying, encouraging us mm -hmm. with those words. That's why I said my heart was like 
it was really just like smiling and like, oh, big hug. <laughs> so, yeah, Dr. Thank, Tracy, you. thank you so much for being in, on the show this evening and sharing with us your journey, opening your heart to all that you are and all that you are going to be, which is what I'm also excited to see. To all of you listening this evening, thank you so much for tuning in to the Psychic Inside Show. I'm back next Tuesday with uh, my guest this evening is going to be Tangela Broomfield, who's another amazing healer. Uh, Tracy, you know Tangela as well. And I'm Mm -hmm. very excited to dig further into her story as well. And I'm really thankful that my pathway is putting me in connection with phenomenal way showers and just all around good people like you. For all of our listeners, I absolutely wish for you that this week is full of all the blessings you could possibly contain and that they spill out from your arms and bless the world around you. The light in me absolutely honors the light in you. Namaste. Thank you.